What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Sports Podcast. I'm your red-headed crazy host, John McKay. And on the other side is the wise, the amazing Jeremy L. Jeremy, how's it going? Oh, it's good. A little rain here today. That's even better. We're uh, just a little dry, and that's kind of what the Braves are. A little dry right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be honest with you. I hope it's not raining tonight when it gets down here, because I've got 25 miles at least of rucking to do in Rome, Georgia, so... Well, um, more power to you. Um, I, I, I'm glad it's you and, and not me because I'm too old for that. Um, you know, the stationary bike is good enough for me. So, uh, yeah, uh, good luck with that, though. Thanks. Um, so. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> 25 miles at night with uh, 30 pounds on my back. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was younger, I probably would have done something, you know, like that. I think that would have found that very challenging. But uh, I'm I'm a little old for that now. Uh, so I'm going to just go with no pounds and just sitting on a bike. And that's good enough for me. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, I, but uh, speaking of the Braves, I, I can tie this in. I will be rucking past the Braves Stadium, so the Rome Braves uh-huh. Stadium. Ah, okay. All right. Well, uh, no stopping and watching. You got to keep going, right? Yeah, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like you mentioned, the Braves are dry, but have you heard any juicy rumors lately for trades? Uh, no, you know, there's been a lot of names, uh, you know, probably the two, I guess the two popular names going around, Wilson Contreras, uh, that's one. Um, potentially landing with the Mets, maybe other places, uh, other than Juan Soto, by the way, I know, uh, that, that, mm. that's always been out there, but, uh, Luis Castillo for the Reds, that's another one. Uh, the Mets made a deal, uh, picked up a couple of Reds, uh, so nothing I don't think to, to write home to mom and dad about, but, um, those are probably the two names that are up there. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to pry Shohei Otani away from the Angels. Great night, Thursday night, uh, even though he did, I think he still lost, but, uh, you know, still had an incredible game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, got the bases loaded at one point and then struck three guys out in a row. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, that that's kind of boring. I don't want to just strike these guys out. Let's lo- load the bases, and then I'll strike them out, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, Juan Soto, I think, is still going to command a haul from, uh, from some people. You know, the thing about Soto is, you're still going to own him for the next couple of years, which is going to be uh, a good thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But as far as the Braves go, uh, you know, I've heard that the, you know, the Maley kid from Cincinnati, they may go after. Um, and personally for me, I'd rather pick up an arm uh, rather than a bat. I think we got bats. We're going to get a bat coming back and that's Ozzy. Um, so I would rather us more or less pick up an arm. Uh, somebody that can uh, either take Spencer Strider's spot when they, you know, get that innings restrictions if there's going to be one, or mm-hmm. potentially, or potentially bumping out Ian Anderson, uh, something like that. So uh, I, that's just me personally, but that's really the only name that I've heard. But you know what, Alex Anthopoulos, uh, you never know what he's going to do. No. Uh, my my kid keeps saying go back after Jorge Soler, uh, you know, bring him back from the Marlins. Um, you know, Adam Duvall is going to be out the rest of the year. So I don't know. Um, you know, this, 
again, for me personally, it would have been a good time to bring up the Drew Waters kid, but, uh, you know, he's not there anymore. And that no. brings about another question. Uh, you know, you trade for Matt Olson, uh, which you have to give up, uh, you know, uh, prospects there. You trade for more draft capital, which, again, you're giving up more prospects there. So what do you have left uh, to be able to, to do anything? I believe, um, you know, the Braves had um, another pitching prospect they had down at uh, Gwinnett, uh, Jared Schuster. Uh, he he got the loss in his first Triple A outing uh, last night, uh, but but he's a guy that um, I think their number seven prospect and mm. uh, making maybe his first start in in, the, in Triple A. So uh, you know who do you have to be able to give up? Uh, I don't know if you have a lot to give up. You know the, I, I didn't think the Yankees had a lot to give up, but Andrew Benatendi was a guy that the, the Braves had been interested in there for a while. Uh, but that's just a, a one – that would be just a half-a-year rental because uh, he's a free agent. Um, so, you know, the Yankees didn't give us any help this past week uh, with the Mets. And, um, you know, I like the Yankees, but it was an embarrassment for them. Had to be losing to the Mets. Uh, so – but later, later, I think it's either this month – I think it's this month. No, it's not. I'm sorry. This month's coming to an end. It's August that the Mets have to, to go back to New York uh, to Yankee Stadium, so hopefully the Yankees can rectify that a little bit, maybe oh. coming up. But um, but anyway, it's it, you know, there's a lot of names out there, and there's still a few days. And you know, what do you do? Do you wait till the last minute to pull the trigger, or do you try to get that guy like what Anthopoulos did last year, get those guys a little earlier than usual? You know, picking up Jock Peterson first, and then pulling back in Duvall and Solaire before the whole thing gets over with, to where there's any guys left. Right. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I think an arm. Uh, I would love to have Luis Castillo from the Reds, but I think that's probably going to command a little bit more than what the Braves uh, would hope for. You know, ironically enough, the guy going Friday night, Madison Bumgarner. I'm really surprised his name's not been mentioned in any trade stuff. Well, um, definitely last. You know, year. yes, absolutely. You know, and even the um, even the Diamondbacks who have been playing much better of late. Uh, getting a sweep against the Giants. Uh, and unfortunately, this is who we have to play this weekend. And Bumgarner <laughs> was good in June against the Braves. And I'm really surprised that he's not a guy that's been mentioned uh, to be on the trade block. But you never know. Uh, you know, he, he comes into Friday night's game, you know, 6-9 and nine on the year, but his ERA is 3.71. You know, he's a lefty. Uh, you know, you got a lot of teams – at times who are a little bit left-handed centric and, you know, can, can really, uh, you know, kind of battle that, but he's a veteran. He's a guy that's been around the block a few times. And uh, so I, I'm really surprised he's not, I wish he would so that we could get off the, the docket for Friday night's game. But um, I don't know, when do you pull the trigger? Um, you know, I, I but I, it's going to be interesting what's going to happen over the weekend, I think. And I think especially, what the Braves do this weekend and what the Mets do this weekend. I think that's where you're, uh, you know, if the Mets don't have a very good weekend against the Marlins and the Braves do, and the Braves get closer, I think that's going to force the Mets hand just a little bit to make a deal. Uh, and that, you know, is it going to be Contreras or who is it going to be? So uh, good. Give up all the stuff. We, we don't mind you giving up your stuff. Uh, you know, if, but I think we're pretty set as far as the, the, 
uh, you know, field goes and just pick up an arm, maybe that would be, uh, maybe that would be good. I'd like to see Kyle Kyle, uh, Kyle Muller get a, get a shot up at the big club. Well, I would too. Uh, I I think, um, you know, quite honestly, uh, <laughs> you know, how I felt about Ian Anderson, and 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 I, I'm just I'm still not sold, and he's going to be going this weekend, and um, he's going to be going in the middle uh, of Wright and and Max Free. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I. I I thought he's been at times a pretty good spot starter. Um, I just I think we're gonna have to give him more of a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we brought up Tucker Davidson, we brought up Bryce Elder. I don't know that we've given them a chance like we have Ian Anderson. No. Um, you know, Kyle Wright got a chance this year to pitch, and yes, did he struggle? Uh, it, you know, he struggled at times, but boy, he's been really good in a stretch of several games in a row. And that's the problem with Ian Anderson. He hasn't been that away. He might give you a, two good games and then he may have three bad games. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, can Kyle Wright may explode tonight. Who knows? I don't know. But, um, you know, the, the, looking back at the body of work he's done over the year, it's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm with you. I think if we're going to bring somebody up, um, let's let's stick with them and let them run through uh, because we've got a good enough offense and a good enough defense that we should be able to withstand uh, something. You know, look, if, if we don't win the division and we go to the playoffs as the wild card team because we are sitting very well in the wild card, um, you know, the playoffs are so, uh, so different this year because, um, you know, as of right now, if, if it were to end right now, uh, the playoffs would be the the Dodgers and the Mets would get the bye, uh, mm-hmm. and then it would be the Brewers, I guess, is who who you would say would be that third place team. They're going to take on uh, the wild card team uh, that's at the top. I think that's right. They're going to get the the top wild, or they're going to get the bottom wild. No, they're going to get the bottom wild card team, and then the top two wild card teams are going to play each other, which is the Braves and the Padres. Oh. So. The Brewers are going to get the Cardinals, the Phillies, whoever's at the bottom of that list. And then, you know, the uh, Braves and the Padres are going to battle it out to see who moves on, uh, to see who gets a chance to play the Mets, uh, mm. basically. Uh, because the winner of that Brewers-Cardinal matchup would get the Dodgers. Uh, so, you know, that's how it's going to go. Obviously, you'd like to be, um, you know, you'd like to be those that one-two team to where you get the bye. But – Late in the year, would you rather be playing to keep that momentum going? Uh, I think I'd rather be playing. The only th- thing that I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't do want to do is pitching staff. But then again, it's a three-game series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, best two out of three is what you're looking at. You know, do you know? Do you worry that you at this late in the season you give your pitchers too much time off that they're so warmed up and ready to go that they don't get that momentum back? Right. Uh, so. So that's what you have to worry about. And I was sitting there thinking now that's, you know, before we recorded this, you know, thinking, I'm not sure I might not rather just keep playing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then take my chances. Um, so anyway, I don't know. I'm, I thought of a lot of different scenarios and, and that was the best one that I could come up with, especially since we're three games back and the, and the Mets 
and the Yankees didn't help us out much this week in the Phillies, who we still have, you know, we got to play the Phillies next week. We got to play the Mets next week. So, man, I mean, there's still lots of time left in this schedule. And, and um, you know, we, we, we look back and everybody's looking back and probably thinking, oh, we didn't get going until August of last year. Well, you know, we are going. We're moving. Right. Uh, we're better off than we were last year. Um, and, and we've had our stretches. Now, granted, if either the Mets or the Braves could go on a 14, another 14-game winning streak, then, then I think, you know, you take over whoever's going to take it over outright right. in the division. So I, I still think we're there putting pressure on the Mets, and the Mets are playing really well. Um, but, <laughs> you know, at, at what point do either one of us run into a strong weekend series with somebody, and all of a sudden we're looking at uh, either tied or we're looking at six games out? Right. Um, sorry, sorry, uh, that was a long, long diatribe there of, of stuff. <laughs> People love it. You know they love it. <laughs> um. So, looking into the last two games of this this uh, Philly series, um, do we have to? Um. Well, you know, we can look at one of them. Yeah. You know, ironically <laughs> enough. Yeah. Ironically enough. Um. You know, the Braves have lost three. What three out of their last four? Is that it? Um, and, and you know, looking at the grand scheme of things, uh, we've only lost a game and a half because mm-hmm. uh, we were a game and a half going into um, out, out of the series from the Angels. So we were game and a half going into the uh, Phillies. Uh, of course, we lose uh, Monday night's game and the Mets didn't play. So that put us up to two. Uh, and so, you know, the, the Mets, Yankees, the Mets get the sweep there. Braves win the next uh, game against the, the Phillies, then lose the next one. Uh, so, you know, we, we've lost a game and a half mm-hmm. uh, and lost three out of four. So I, I guess in, in all reality, I'm, I'm okay with that. Not really. I hate losing, by the way. Um, but I'm okay, I guess, a little more with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's just going to get – it's not going to get any easier – and, and going into that series with the Mets next weekend, especially since we've got the Phillies to bounce off of before that, uh, I, I think we need to, uh, you know, just have some momentum. And the Diamondbacks, it's not going to be easy. Um, but no. it's not easy on the Mets either. They're playing Miami, who's playing really well right now too. So, I mean, it doesn't get easier for them. So, um, anyway. Um, but yeah, I know we have to talk about, um, you know, these, these losses too. And, and that's not necessarily the fun part, but we can at least talk about the win on Tuesday night. I mean, I mean, that was, you know, pretty good, especially, and what did I say? I think it was earlier this week, we were talking about how I really didn't want it to have to come down to the game against Aaron Nola. And that's the game we win. Yeah. That's the game we scored. You know, we you know scored a run in the first, a run in the third, a run in the fourth, a two in the fifth. I mean, we hadn't done that off him all year. And, and again, we look at it, Mumgardner for Friday night's game. We didn't fare too well against him uh, in June, so I'm kind of hoping that you know goes that away tonight. But Aaron Nola has always been uh, very dominant, and um, but but Spencer Strider, uh, probably your top candidate for Rookie of the Year, him and Michael Harris. Yep. Spencer Strider with a good game, uh, six innings, six strikeouts. He only walked one guy, gave up one run and three hits. So he was very dominant once again uh, after getting that long um, 
break from the all-star break and he was very dominant and looked very good how nervous did you get in the ninth inning when will smith was pitching uh i was very nervous to the point where um after the game or actually the next day i guess um somebody one of the articles i'm not sure and it may have been um in the uh the, the journal maybe in the atlanta journal or somebody somebody put out there it's time to trade will smith <laughs> So um, I, I was nervous. I'm always nervous, though, in the ninth against the Phillies. It just seems like there's always something, something there. Mm-hmm. And, and as my wife, my wife was watching it too. She said, "Well, they're up by five. They're up by I think it was six runs." She said, "They're up by six runs," and um, and I was like, uh, "They were up by five, I think, at the time." Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I said, "Yeah, okay. So uh, what's your point?" Uh, and then all of a sudden they hit the home run and get the two runs. And I'm like, okay, now they're only up by three. Okay. Right. Uh, so anyway, I, I was nervous. It was, it, it was not, I, I don't like games that end up being very stressful in the ninth inning, especially mm-hmm. uh, because I know that, um, but Will Smith was very good last year. Uh, it just looked to me like he was off, man. He was, he was really, uh, falling off to the right side. He was really throwing inside the right-handers. They kept coming inside and coming inside, and he just kept missing and missing and missing and missing. And, and um, you know, the, the, the Phillies, as good as they are, um, a lead is never safe when you're, when you're at Citizens Bank Park. And, and it wasn't safe. No. Uh, you end up winning by three, but still you were hoping that Kenley Jansen wouldn't have to pitch. But – you know, you get the day off uh, Thursday, uh, and so that's a that's a good thing. Um, you know, because you're going to have a long stretch coming up uh, of games, uh, especially coming up next weekend with the with the Mets, where you're playing a doubleheader uh, on Saturday, I believe. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm nervous all the time. Uh, usually, don't sit down in the ninth inning. I usually stand up and walk back and forth to the refrigerator. You know uh, why I don't leave my drink out instead of putting it in the refrigerator. I guess it's just a habit of uh, I can walk in there and, and be frustrated or something. I don't know. Refrigerator's <laughs> right next to the TV, by the way, so it's not very far. So um, anyway, uh, my steps. I get my steps in. That's what it is. That's what yes. you. You're trying to yeah. get those. Yes. Maybe I should put thirty pounds on my back and and try that too. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the Braves win six to three. Strider looked really good to me. Um, offensively, yes. who do you think the uh, the player of the game was for offensively? Well, you know, um, Dansby Swanson had three hits. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Riley killing the ball again with two. Uh, Eddie had two hits. Good. Michael Harris had two. But I, I think Dansby Swanson, you can give it to him. But I also think uh, that that on the offensive side. But I really think Spencer Strider looked good. Uh, another six innings. Uh, six strikeouts. He, you know, um, had the mustache rocking and rolling again. I mean, uh, he, he's just, uh, you know, I don't know. He's just, just the look of him. You wouldn't think that guy throws nine billion miles an hour. You know, I mean, you wouldn't think he. And, and then he comes with that off-speed pitch that just really, uh, which I didn't think was working that great. Uh, but you know, when you throw a hundred miles an hour, uh, hundred one. At one point, when you throw that much and then you throw that off-speed pitch, 
Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of people that probably don't think it's it's great because they got to swing and hit that thing, you know. Right. Uh, so when you're throwing a hundred and then you throw that off speed pitch, there are a lot of guys that have swung at that thing and haven't looked very good at all. <laughs> uh, but but he, I, I thought I thought was really really good. Uh, I, I I was I was uh, grateful for the break. Colin McHugh though came in uh, once again and and just. Um, you know, it, it, it looks effortless out there with him throwing too. You know, he just went out there and I think he he only threw like six or seven pitches in the one the seventh inning, right? Um, and then came right back out and did the same thing. It's like I, I, I wish that's what I wish that Ian Anderson could just watch those guys and just think, man, I need to do that. That's mm-hmm. what I need to do. And watch Kyle Wright when he's you know when he's pitching to to contact. Well, Colin McHugh didn't have to worry about pitching to contact. He's got such nasty pitches mm-hmm. that people just go up there and they just go, wow. Uh, you know, I, I think that's a guy that, and look, he's been on and off, but he's been more on than he has off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a guy that can go out there and give you two innings and he may pitch 12 pitches. Right. You know, when our other bullpen guys over the week that with the Phillies were pitching 20, in one inning, mm-hmm. you know, so he would have been if if that was the case, he would have only thrown about eighteen pitches, and he could have gone three innings. Okay, right. I mean we're all about pitch count. Okay, right. we're all about pitch count. He throws twelve pitches or thirteen pitches in two innings, and he can pitch the next night. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he hasn't taxed his arm that much. So anyway, but but I'd look at Spencer Strider as far as the the guy over the top because he had such a great game. Awesome. I agree with you on both of those. Um, moving on to Wednesday. Or no, yeah. no, let's not let's not move on. <laughs> and Charlie Morton looked really good the first four innings. Yeah, he he got into yeah the he did you know five innings is what he went, but um, you know six hits, and two walks, he did strike out five and gave up four earned runs. Um, uncharacteristic. I didn't know how many of them earned or not because there were two errors. Right. Yeah. Um, which is, which if you look at that, that's probably a shocker. It's only four of those were earned runs, but they were in Philadelphia. So you never know what you're going to get sure. as far as the official score goes. Um, but a, a different lineup, um, it, you know, it was Schnitt given, uh, you know, Acuna the night, the day off. Right. Uh, which I think, maybe needs just a little bit to get that bat going again. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is a stretch of the year. This is August. This is crunch. This is what I can consider crunch time. Right. Uh, because even though there's plenty of games left in the season for us to do something, there's not a lot left in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now we're talking, it's it's the end of July. Uh, okay, we're talking the trade deadline is coming up. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the fun thing about, the team that's in second place um, is – it seems to me like you have better positioning if you want to pick up a guy after the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems like that puts you in better position, which is great. But, uh, you know, Ronald's bat's got to get going. Uh, it just seems like he – it seems to me like he is a tick behind. And I mean just a tick behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and And that's what I'm struggling with. So I don't know if it's – Still, the knee bothering him. I don't. I don't know. 
but he did get the day off. Um, and, you know, they batted Michael Harris in that first spot. I wish they wouldn't have done that. I wish they would leave him down at the bottom and let Dansby just lead off. Mm. Uh, you know, Mike Ford got to play the DH. I don't know why. Uh, no offense. Please don't hold this in any discount of, of Mike Ford being the DH. Uh, but don't we have Orlando Arcia or somebody like that who can DH uh, and, well, and be I'll- at least a little better? So, no, I, I agree. I was kind of confused on that play. That, that. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean, but but not much going. They only had three, four, five hits that day. That was it. Uh, <laughs> highly unusual that we did. You know, Austin Riley had a 18 game hitting streak. He didn't get any hits. Um, you know, uh, Matzik came in and pitched an inning and a third, and and uh, really struggled. He gave up two earned runs. But uh, Chavez came in and finished it up with an inning and two-thirds, three strikeouts, two hits, you know. And that was the other thing that somebody uh, had a story about of how Anthopoulos, you know, kind of like John Scherholtz, uh, you know, stealing guys from people. You know, Jesse Chavez wasn't on the Braves earlier this year, right. the beginning of the year. You know, they let him go, and he signed with the Cubs. And we traded Sean Newcomb for Jesse right. Chavez. I think we got the better end of the deal, much better end of the deal. Yep. I agree. Uh, so, but anyway, look, you know, losing the last three out of four, the, you know, the Angels are much better, I think, than what they play. Um, you know, so you, you expected even, you know, we won that series with them. Look, we didn't win the series against the Fields. Uh, right. We get the day off, we come back home, we get the Diamondbacks, and then it's crunch time. So, you know, keep putting pressure, keep putting pressure, keep putting pressure, because you never know, and we are not out of it in any way. No. Uh, we still got a lot of games left, and, and um, you know, we, we, move old, we move on into the Diamondback series, and we got business to take care of. We're going to be back home. Um, so, you know, still a lot of time left. And, and, um, but I do believe, John, I do believe the number one thing that the Braves need to get going, and that is – is Ronald. Right, um, definitely. And Ronald is the guy that I think he needs to get going because what that does, and we've talked about this before, there's so much pressure. There's pressure on him leading off. And there's a lot of people that said, well, why is he leading off? Well, there are a lot of guys that, uh, you know, Schwarber's led off mm-hmm. uh, for the Philly. You know, the leadoff guy's a little – it's not your prototypical leadoff guy anymore. No. Uh, it used to be – uh, you know, your speedster, your speedster let off, right? Right. Uh, because you wanted him to get on base. You wanted him to steal bases. Well, are there any speedsters left like there used to be? Um, no, but, but Ronald is a speedster. He can steal bases. But, yeah. I mean, he can steal bases, but he can also hit home runs. And I think that's what the, the, the key to, to him as being is I, he's got to get on base. Uh, whether it's walk, whether it's uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but he's got to get on base. We've got to get the bat going because what happens is he gets on base and then, you know, Dancy, who's been hitting the ball very well to the other side, uh, well, now if if they're uh, playing a shift, if they're not playing the shift, if they're playing more straight up, now Dancy's got a lot of room on the right side to deal with because somebody's holding on Acuna. And right. then all of a sudden Ronald steals and maybe Dansby uh, puts the ball in play and hits it to, to second base where the second baseman was, not anymore, and now it's first and third. Right. Uh, so, 
so that's I think how important it is to get Ronald's bat going. Um, just so I, I think he sets, the, as they say, he sets the table. Yeah. And with the guys that have been hitting behind him, with Matt Olson and Austin Riley been having uh, a great uh, a great year, you know, those are the guys that drive him in. Right. Uh, and you know, at times we've been good at the top and we've been good at the bottom and. And, um, you know, at the bottom, we got Michael Harris, who kind of can lead things off as well, if need be, with that ninth place hitter. So that's, I think, what's important is we got to get Ronald's bat going. Um, so speaking of players, um, I would say Matt Olson would be the player of the game because he, he stood out to me from the, the, he, the only offensive production from this game. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. Or? Yep. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree with you. So, and he's, um, you know, he has heat. Excuse me, he has heated up. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got his back going, which is good because that's what we we need. And and um, you know, he he kind of helps Austin Riley out too. And 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 Matt Olson should be getting good pitches to hit mm-hmm. uh, because that means that if he doesn't get good pitches to hit and he walks, then they got to pitch to Austin Riley. Well. So. And the other bat, I think, just needs to get going at Shea bit is Marcel Ozuna. Um, you know, is it really Marcel Ozuna hitting 220? Um, you know, if he starts heating it up and gets going, then, then you know, things change down towards the bottom as well. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, we got to get some things going. It's it's still, you know, we still got a lot of time to do it. Oh, yeah. A lot of time. Oh, a lot, a lot of time. time. Yep. Um. So let's preview the series coming up with the Diamondbacks. Um, like you said, Madison Bumgarner is going against. Uh, hold on, let me figure it out. Let me do my math. It's uh, yeah, it's Kyle Wright's going Kyle now, Wright. buddy. And then Anderson yeah. and Freed. Yes, uh, you know, like I mean, it's it's good. What we got going is great. Bumgarner's going to pitch um, on uh, Friday night, and then uh, uh, Martin's pitching for them on. Saturday, no record for him, but a 3.95 ERA. And then Kelly's pitching for them on Sunday, 10-5, and 3.04. So, I mean, you know, you're looking at some good stuff going this weekend pitching-wise. Uh, and Pardon? Is that Joe Kelly? No, no, no. Um, I don't know what Kelly. It's um, – uh, but it's not Joe Kelly. Um, so, but, but it, it, you know, some good stuff going. Um, you know, the, the Diamondbacks, again, uh, have, have been very good uh, mm-hmm. of late, uh, got the sweep against the Giants. Uh, so, so they played very well. Um, Marte's, you know, hitting 270, 10 home runs has been a tough out for them. Uh, you know, they average a uh, little over four runs a game. Uh, that's kind of middle of the pack. Um, but during the winning streak they've had, uh, they've won six of their last seven. They've been averaging six runs a game. Uh, so, uh, and they are six and a half games out of the final wild card spot. And you oh, wouldn't wow. have thought that. So they're, you know, they're right there, uh, right. just, you know, waiting to take, take something. So bullpen uh, is, you know, ranks himself, um, you know, uh, pretty good as well. So, you know, it's, it's not easy coming in. Right. Uh, you know, they're, they're 28th in team batting average. They're 16th in home runs and 11th in slugging percentage. So um, Christian Walker uh, is one of those leaders for them. He's only hitting 204, but that's nothing nowadays. 23 right. homers and 52 RBIs. So um, 
their bullpen has an ERA of 4.23, which is third in the league. Uh, that's terrible to me personally, but <laughs> anyway, uh, but they're third in the league. So, um, you know, we, you know, we got to bounce back, right. uh, you know, lost two out of three, you know, division game to a division rival and three out of the last four. So, uh, we got to bounce back, but we got the day off, uh, yesterday on Thursday. So, hopefully um, uh, hopefully that helps. I mean, uh, we need it to, and, and we got a, we got a good pitcher going, uh, Friday night, uh, you know, Kyle Wright's going to go. So, uh, you know, we, we, we get things going. Um, get get it going, and and our bullpen, by the way. And so I'm not sure why I'm reading this. It's saying that um, their bullpen is third in the league with an ERA of 4.23. So I I'm not sure what my math would tell me, but mm-hmm. then I'm reading this, and it says the Braves bullpen has an ERA of 3.20, which is fifth best in the league. To me, having a lower ERA means you're better, right? So uh, that's somebody, what yeah. So somebody's got their math wrong. So that ERA 4.23, that is not third in the league because the Braves have the much better bullpen. So anyway, that's what I get for reading too much, by the way. Um, that's why I don't read. <laughs> but again, here's what – here's, here's Pardon? I said I look at Twitter. Yes. The, the, the key to the whole thing is um, home runs. Mm-hmm. We come in second in the league in home runs. There we go. And second in slugging percentage, and that's what gets the that's what gets the engine going. Right. Home run. Right. Uh, so that's you know and 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 Bumgarner's going to be a guy. I don't think that gives up a lot of home runs. So we got to do it another way. Uh, and you know I, we'll we'll figure it out. But I think you're going to see that lineup about the same tonight. Um, and you know with um, without Adam Duvall, Bumgarner being a lefty without Adam Duvall. Uh, what do you do lineup wise? Um, you know, do you do you let Eddie play left and you put Marcel back at DH? I don't, I don't think that'll happen. Uh, I think he'll go back with Ozuna and left, and then um, somebody like Contreras or Darno there and the DH. But uh, I'd like to see Eddie get some more at bats. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, and and you know get get that vision uh, going. So who knows? I don't know what we're gonna find out tonight, but we. You know, got a good got a good guy going on the mound, and got two going this weekend, which should really match up well. Um, which means that uh, the uh, the Phillies will avoid uh, Max Freed. Uh, I think that's who where we at where we're at. Yes. Uh, in our in our next series, we we'll go to the uh, the Phillies come home to uh, Truist Park, and then it's uh, up to New York for the Mets. So that's a two game yeah. series for the Phillies. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Hold on. I'm, I'm, my computer's being really slow this morning. Um, for some reason, imagine that. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think, I I think, um, I think you're right. Um, here we go. Got it. Yeah. It's uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, you know, they're going to get another day off in between there, but the Phillies are going to avoid Max Freed. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then the Braves are going to have themselves set up, uh, for, uh, well, everybody's going to pitch against the match. It doesn't matter. It's a five game series. Right. I take that. I, I say that there's a doubleheader on um, on Saturday, and usually doubleheaders are handled just a little bit differently than anything else. And I'm trying to go and look and see. But the interesting thing to note is the Braves play the Red Sox the, the week after the Phillies, uh, the, uh, that Phillies Braves series, a uh, Phillies Mets series, I should say. Uh, they do get the day off on Monday, so I think you're going to see everybody pitch uh, against the Mets. 
uh, I think all hands on deck against the match. I, sure. I, I would venture to agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to tonight's matchup or Friday night's matchup with Madison Bumgarner and Kyle Wright. Looking forward to uh, get the Braves getting on track in the series with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Uh, man, that's, that's all I got for this show. You got anything else to add? No, the, you know, the next time we get together, um, I think what's the landscape going to look like? Yep. Um, because the trade deadline is going to be um, in and around that time. We are starting that series with the Phillies, right. um, that two-game series. So what's the landscape going to look like come next Tuesday when they start that series with the Phillies? I think that's that's going to be the key. So what's going to happen this weekend? So uh, Braves need to get a win on the, in the series and, and uh, you know, pick up some wins against the Phillies, and let's go against the Mets. Exactly. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, you can find the show on any listening platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, any other podcast app. Um, you can find the show on Twitter at the Blind – or that's me, the Blind Donkey Runner. Ah, that's you. That's right. <laughs> the show is at Ethos Braves. I'm getting tongue-tied here. Um, yeah. And you can find both of me and – uh, Jeremy on Facebook, uh, John McKay or John Robert McKay and Jeremy Bell, the, the yep. wise Jeremy Bell. Uh, yes, oh. wise. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you had more uh, dealing with the uh, radio business than I have and the media talking business than I have. So I, I, I look up to you. So you're wise. Ah, thanks. I appreciate that. My wife would say I, I'm, I'm good at dispensing useless information. So, I, I would disagree yeah. with you on that one. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, like I said, thanks for And as always, uh, yep. Go Braves.